Welcome to A Well-Cared-For Human, the podcast that tries to convince you that you are 100% normal and an even better than okay example of the human species, despite the fact that sometimes we feel like the craziest, most incapable, or worthless creatures on the face of this planet. I'm Corey, an author, a creative, and the host of the show. Whatever you're bringing to the table today, I hope this episode proves to be a dose of inspiration for you on your quest to become a well-cared-for human. You can find the episode show notes, your free wellness blueprint, and more at awellcaredforhuman.com. And as always, thank you for listening. Hello humans, it's me again, your host, Corey, and today I want to talk about your third essential tool, affirmations. First of all, what do I mean by affirmation? An affirmation is to affirm something. Obviously, you probably already knew that, but more specifically, it's a positive statement such as, I am healthy, wealthy, and wise. I am successful. I am beautiful. People like me, and so on. And I feel like I need to begin this episode by saying up front that I resisted the concept of affirmations for the longest time. I thought they were super hokey and something that like desperate people did. I always put more stock in what I do rather than what I say, so I just couldn't understand how me repeating I am successful 20 times a day was going to help me more than me actually spending those five minutes doing something to improve my chances of success, like send the job application or write the story. But my attitude has completely changed over the years, and now I say affirmations every day. My attitude changed once I began to realize how much my negative self-talk was holding me back. If you're not familiar with the term negative self-talk, it's statements like, I'm stupid, no one likes me, I'll never be able to do anything, I'm ugly, I just wish I could get back on track, I'm not where I want to be. Whatever those terrible things are that we say to ourselves consciously or unconsciously. There's an expression, the only one standing in your way is you, and negative self-talk is definitely part of that. But unless you're aware of it, it continues to run in the background of your mind, sabotaging you every chance it gets. And if you don't have awareness built up yet to always catch your negative self-talk, just keep doing your awareness meditation, you will get there. If you do have some measure of awareness, you might have noticed a voice in your head that is always saying these terrible things to you, telling you how you never measure up, how you're not good enough, and so on. This will not be the case if you are someone who has no problem with negative self-talk, of course, and if that's the case, please email me at corey at coreyamstrom.com and tell me about this magic of yours because I want to sign up for your club. This voice in our heads is acquired from someone or someone's in our life. It could be a parent, family, friends, bullies, nemesis, or a terrible abusive ex. Whoever it is, we carry these voices with us even long after we've gotten rid of the physical manifestation of that person. For example, my father's very critical voice is the one that I still contend with. He was verbally and mentally abusive to me growing up, commenting on everything from my body to my abilities. You might remember the story I told you from Who Killed My Mother?, One of the saddest days from my childhood in which he picked me up from school and drove me home. And I don't know what I did to, you know, upset him. But he looks at me and he says, Corey, no matter what you accomplish or how educated you are, you're never going to be any better than your mother. And it just broke my little 12-year-old heart in two. But he made a lot of comments like that. I didn't walk right. I was too chubby. I was dumb. And all of these comments accumulated and destroyed my sense of well-being and self-esteem, self-love. 
And even now, though I no longer have a relationship with him or a place for him in my life, I will still catch myself sometimes thinking or saying these terrible things to me. It'll be something like, I can't do it, I'm not strong enough to do that. Or sometimes it's even full obstructions to my emotions. Like if something terrible happens to me, I can hear him saying, you don't know what pain is, you don't know what hardship is, you don't know what real suffering is, which, you know, completely invalidates my experience where as the healthy thing to do would be to feel the feelings, accept them, and move through them. So it wasn't until I realized what a powerful antidote affirmations were to this brainwashing, let's call it what it was, that I really took to them. Because affirmations are a wonderful way to take your power back and to rewrite any of the negative stories that you might be telling yourself about yourself. When you have an affirmation, you're essentially saying, I don't believe that stuff anymore, whatever the terrible negative stuff is. This is what I believe about myself and my abilities. So it's a great way to retrain your brain to think differently and to see the world differently. In addition to bringing a whole lot of gentleness and tenderness to your life, to your mental landscape, which everyone I have ever met needs more of. Seriously, I have yet to meet a person on this planet who speaks kindly to themselves 100% of the time. So, okay, but how to make a good affirmation? First of all, it should be a positive statement, an assertive statement, and in the present tense. It's more useful to say, I am beautiful, or I appreciate my body so much, than to say, I'm not fat, or I wish I wasn't fat, So no wishes, no wants, no negations, just a positive, direct, assertive statement in the present tense. When I was working my way through Susie Orman's money books, she talks about affirmations and she says that if you say something to yourself, ask yourself if you want that to be true. And if the answer is no, I don't want that to be true, then don't say it, which I actually found really helpful. I have enough awareness that I'll catch myself saying something like, oh, I'm really terrible at this, or God, I'm never going to figure this out. And I'll be like, do I want that to be true? If the answer is no, I'm like, okay, no, I am capable, I can do this, I am super smart, I will figure this out. I've also found that short and simple affirmations are best, if only because I have to say them like 20 times, so they need to be able to be said easily. I've heard people recommend that you should only have one affirmation at a time, and so I tried that, but it ended up being a really long and complicated sentence because I want a lot of things in my life. So it was really hard to just say it even one time, let alone 20 times back to back. So having just one affirmation, it never really felt right to me. Instead, I have anywhere from three to six affirmations at a time. Whatever feels most pressing to me in that period of my life, I just have those and then I keep saying them until they feel true, till they feel absolutely right. When I begin to read them and they no longer feel emotionally resonant, so it's like, of course, you know, of course this is true then I can think about maybe replacing it with something else. As for how to practice affirming, some people recommend writing it down. Just write out your affirmations 25 times a day, but for me that took way too long because I wanted to have like five affirmations. I don't want to be writing out 125 sentences for funsies every morning, if you know what I mean. I've also heard that looking at yourself in the mirror while saying them helps. This was another technique that I tried, but I found that staring myself in the eyes while saying... Things that I hoped were true felt really aggressive, almost like a challenge, so I had to stop looking at myself. I just, I couldn't handle it, but hey, maybe you might love it. For me, I found it more useful to just have a piece of paper with my five or six affirmations written on it, and then I would just read them aloud every day, and I'd repeat each one 20 or so times. But what really kicked it into high gear for me was when I started doing this with feeling, with emotion, 
like, wow, it was like a jujitsu power move or something. I'm not kidding. For example, if my affirmation was, I love and appreciate my body so much, you know, I could say that 20 times without really putting any emotional investment into the sentence. But if I'm actually conjuring up this kind of love feeling for my body and I say it and I'm like, I love and appreciate my body so much. I love and appreciate my body so much. And I'm actually like trying to conjure that emotion. I don't know. It just sinks in better, or at least it did for me. So I do recommend, you know, throwing the emotion behind it if you can, if you can muster it. That said, I did encounter some resistance. We can say an emotional range when affirming when trying out different affirmations. Unfortunately, our minds really attach to certain ideas it has about itself. We habitually think and feel and invest power in some of these beliefs about ourselves. And so when we challenge that, even if it's just us challenging it of our own free will, pushback is normal. So for example, one of my bad habits is worrying about money. I have some real fears around poverty, not just poverty, but the vulnerability that comes from living in poverty. A poor woman is not a safe woman, as you will know if you've heard my mom's story. So I tend to stress about small fluctuations in my bank account, and I don't know what you know about being a full-time author, but royalties are all over the place. Some months I'm totally flush, others I'm in the red. It's pretty much one of the worst occupations one can choose if you really like the steady, reliable paycheck. So as a result, I have an affirmation. I still have it. I still use it, in which I tell myself, I don't worry about money anymore. And I wouldn't just say it 20 times in the morning. I'd say it every time I'd start to panic about money. And it didn't matter that mentally I was totally behind this. I had decided that instead of worrying about money, I was just going to focus on working really hard, doing my best, making the best business decisions that I could, and I would still freak out about money. And there was this moment in the car one day when I was just really cycling through these thoughts. The anxiety was rising. And I think I was driving to the grocery store to pick up bread or something, and I just got so sick of watching myself do the same old crap. In this case, driving myself insane, worrying about money. So I yank the rearview mirror down, and I stare into my eyes, and I shout, I don't worry about money anymore, okay? Got it? We're not doing this. We're done. (laughs) And I'm sure my neighbors who saw this probably thought I was just insane as I'm rolling past their house, yelling at myself in the rearview. But it's happened, and I can't take it back, so it is what it is. But my point is, don't be surprised if all kinds of feelings come up for you when you try to introduce these affirmations. You'll probably catch yourself arguing with yourself. You'll say, I'm beautiful, and then that voice will immediately come up and be like, no, I'm not, I'm a cow. And if that happens, just calmly stick to your affirmation, or not so calmly, yell at yourself if you need to, um, if that's what it takes. But just say, no, I don't believe that anymore. You know, I don't want to invest any energy or power or belief into this idea. I'm done with it. I'm outgrowing it. It's not serving me in any way. I am moving on. And just one more thing before I wrap this up. Not only does affirming introduce this new friendlier voice into your repertoire, which is crucial for having a good relationship with ourselves. In fact, I'd argue that we can't be friends with ourselves if we don't know how to talk nicely to ourselves, as no one wants to be friends with a jerk. But affirmations really do start coming true. For example, one of mine was, I am loved, and I don't need to tell you, you know, why I came out of my childhood feeling like nobody loved me or wanted me. And so what I mean by it came true, it wasn't like a thousand people came into my life and just started being like, oh my god, Corey, I love you so much. But the more that I affirmed I am loved and began to believe it, 
the more I started to notice all of the love and kindness I was receiving every day. And I just had not been able to see it before because I was stuck in a different belief of I'm not loved, I'm not wanted, that was created, you know, earlier in my life. And so it had kind of blinded me to the ways in which people in my life were trying to, you know, love me. So in that sense, I've also found it to be really helpful. So anyway, give it a try, whether it be one affirmation or five, just find something positive, something present tense, repeat it 10 to 20 times a day, throw the full weight of your belief and emotion into it if and when you're able, and just see what happens. See what good things come your way. This episode of A Well-Cared-For Human was written and produced by me, Corey Marie. The music was by Late Night Feeler and Esther Abrami. If you like what I'm doing here, please consider visiting my Patreon. For as little as a dollar a month, you get early ad-free access to the episodes, as well as a monthly patrons-only Q&A, bonus videos, and more. Not to mention that your Patreon support lets me know that you find value in the show and want it to continue. You can find me on Patreon by visiting www.patreon.com forward slash Marie. If you can't support the show financially, that is okay. You can still subscribe to the show, leave a review of the show, and recommend the show to your friends, not just the neurotic ones. All of this helps so much. And as always, thank you for listening.